theme song. The Hello Kitty thing, like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up, Gitchy, Gitchy, Goo means that I love you. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is my co-host, Seth. Hey, guys. Nice to be here again today. Nice to be here in <laughs> your basement. In my basement, yes. <laughs> it's always nice to be at home. Yeah, it is. Um, man, we've been behind. Yeah. Uh, what What even happened last? I think we just genuinely just didn't have days. I my cl- mm-hmm. I'm hit, approaching final month. Or I'm not approaching. I'm dead in the middle mm-hmm. of final month for college of my spring semester. So I just. I wasn't busy free until like Saturday and mm-hmm. I, then you weren't because of work. And Yeah. So sorry, Sonic 2 fans. Um, we won't be reviewing that. No, today. Uh, we'll probably see it, but I yeah. haven't seen it yet. Me either. I heard it's great. Alyssa wants to. So I probably, yeah. by all it. accounts, it seems great. Yeah, so I, I don't great know. Things. Mm. Um, you know, I have not been hearing great things about what uh, the new Fantastic Beast movie. <laughs> I haven't heard a single word. I've heard it's bad it's not as bad as the second one is the only like saving grace but it is still bad yeah well ezra miller is also problematic that, at this exact moment well, that doesn't, i don't think that's what the problem i know is. but i'm just saying like so it's kind of like eh, if it's lost it's lost plus it just, it's jk it rowling to it but i don't think that's what it is i hope this is just the end i think that's definitely what the case is gonna be i don't think there was the original plan was we were gonna get two more of these but mm. i don't i don't think we are no. Well, and um, even Daniel Radcliffe was like, let that sh- franchise just die, please. Like, Because <laughs> people have been up his ass about doing uh, The Cursed Child. And I think they'll like, do that no. next. He said he won't come back for it, though. They're not going to be able to do it without him. <laughs> Good. He's the best part of the cast? I wouldn't watch it. Mm. I genuinely would boycott it because he is such an integral part of that story. We maybe should cut this. I didn't mean we to. We probably should, but yeah. not the point. But I'm actually, but you can cut this if you want this whole Fantastic Beast thing. But, um, I, I kind of do like the idea of Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. I'm not against it. He's he's shorter and he could he could work out. I don't know if he would want to work out. I I wouldn't be surprised to be part of the MCU. I think anyone would do anything. Yeah, but that's a lot. Eh. <laughs> really, you were just talking about how you don't really you haven't worked out in a long time, and you're like they can work out. It's fine. I would work out to be in the MCU no matter how long it took. Well, yeah. Or how much. We're not millionaires. Well, that's fair. He is a millionaire. Yes. And I, as a millionaire, I would still want to be in the MCU. I think as a millionaire, you go, I do only what I want to. I think that's just difference of opinion on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, we, we've got some catching up to do because we completely missed uh, reviewing episode two. And now we, we're going to be doing episode three of Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, what are, what are your thoughts, man? <laughs> um, I think episode three is the best episode yet, but I don't want to jump into that. Mm-hmm. Um, episode two was interesting cause you actually got to like fully meet Mark mm-hmm. and you got to like meet his soon to be ex-wife and it kind of laid out the groundwork of how complicated this whole DID system versus the world thing is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, it was, it was okay episode. I don't think it was like the best thing. Yeah, it was, I don't know if I'm fully on board with the character of Layla. I don't. I love her. I don't necessarily care. I want more of her before I like say like she's great, but I, want I love more her as character. of the, yeah. um, vigilante stuff, more of the Egyptian God stuff. 
more of that stuff. I don't. You don't really care about love interest. Well, I don't really care about love interest or even the spy world. Um, I don't want that. I just want the superhero stuff. So I'm kind of like, eh. Um, but no, you're right. Episode three has like a lot more to really sink your teeth into. And that being said, they said like episode four is the episode where you're gonna question everything. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. I'm waiting for that. But um, yeah, episode three. I think everybody's favorite part so far has been the turning the night sky. It was so fucking cool. visually. It's so great. It was but beautiful. I gotta be honest. My thing was the implication that there's a third personality. Yeah. Okay. That and then also the council were my. Th- probably two favorite parts of that i thought the council was cool i don't like the the idea that the council is just these gods vessels and the gods aren't actually showing up themselves i would have liked to have seen like a bunch of these conchu looking dudes just in a room and and they're fighting instead of just i guess a bank accountant or something that's that's got glowing eyes um but i mean it was fine but no i love i love the idea that one, we we did get to see a te- uh, like a version of Mark's perspective on like whenever the personalities are switching out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just glad it wasn't a retelling of the first episode yeah. version, but um, I liked that. And then yeah, the it the kind of revelation that like there is a third personality. It's most likely Jake Lockley. Yeah, I've heard about mm-hmm. that vaguely. Do, well, he's al- you- he's always been like a, a personality in the comics. It was it's been. Um, <sighs> Well, I guess it's, there's a lot more personalities in the comics. It's Mark, Steven, uh, Jake, Mr. Knight, Moon Knight, and then like Khonshu is technically a personality or something. Um, but with, yeah, with this show, they're kind of, they're not doing that so much. So it's really just like Jake's the personality that we haven't quote unquote seen mm-hmm. yet. And I'm very, I'm very interested in him. I think he's. I think it. I think there's some cool things to be done with them. I'm intrigued to see what his suit's gonna look like. It might just be uh, a regular Moon Knight suit. I don't actually think he does get a suit. Like ever? I think he he is famous for just wearing one of those uh, cabbie hats because hmm. I think he's a cabbie. Uh, no, I don't think he actually get wears a suit. Fair enough. Um. So I don't know. It's. It was real funny whenever they were arguing, and it's so interesting because there were two really specific moments. Whenever, uh, whoever the third personality, if it is mm-hmm. Jake, came in, and then they were arguing about like, did you do that? No, I didn't do that. He was like, Steven, would you kill people? A, Steven can't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> let's make it's one just like, thing clear. Really, this guy that has been had a problem with you killing, you think he killed two people? But then also in the big fight, whenever he was getting impaled, and uh, he was very like, let me cool, in. Very cool, by the it, way. It was very cool. And then he switched in, and then he was like, actually, I take it back, switch out. Yeah. It was really interesting to see the difference between them at like complete opposite ends of the like arguing and not and forgetting what happened versus when they worked together when they swapped it didn't cut mm-hmm. it was still just like oh it was a flu- it was a fluid moment and I think that's really interesting I like that they're kind of using the clarity of them working together to make the cinematography clearer for the audience as well yeah I it's think a very cool way to also go just that. Oscar Isaac has been doing great with the there's like a particular scene where it you kind of see the switch it's no like eyes going up into the head and then like it's a jump cut or something there was one where it was just a switch between mark to steven and steven just it's like mark in an american accent and then it's, there's a moment and then it's like all right thanks uh go i'll take it from here 
uh, sort of thing. And it was just like, oh, that's that's cool. <laughs> I like that. He's he's a great actor. Yeah, I he think is. he. I want to see him more. Good, uh, good thing he's in better things now instead of X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> I didn't even watch that. <laughs> He, he was under so much makeup, he's unrecognizable. Is he the villain? Yeah. Oh, he's God. Apocalypse. That's, that's rough, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, it was, it was a good episode, though. I really liked, I, and like, I, I kind of agree it would have been cool to see the gods and the council, but I just really mm-hmm. like the idea of like, there's a council who like, makes sure things are okay. Mm-hmm. And it also showed just how dangerous Harrow truly is. Oh, yeah. He really did go into that room and just controlled the situation. Yeah. Um, I, I did like, it showed a bit more of just like, Kanchu is kind of a psychopath because yeah. he just, he just loses it so fast. He just starts yelling and he's telling Mark like how to handle the situation. But then as soon as he gets in there, he just starts losing it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't, you, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> he's just a child. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they like trapped him was very cool. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know like how I bet it's probably like you break the statue when he's free or whatever. I don't know. I doubt it. It's something something with that statue is important though. I feel um, like like he says to Stephen, tell Mark to rescue me at the end of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, he's in stone. I, that's cool. That works for me. But then he can't save the universe. I don't care. I wouldn't care if I was Mark. Well, and, um... Kanchu seems to be, like, the biggest pain in his ass. He's a dick, but he also... I think underneath all of this, it, he's kind of the guy who's just... And, and, I mean, I don't think this is right in all senses, but he's kind of the person who's just willing to do what needs to be done. I don't even think it's that. I, I really do think it's just... I think it's, it's fear about, like, he's afraid of Ahmet. Um, and I think it's just just petty gods being petty. I think he's just like, we can't let this person out because they're kind of encroaching on what I do. And I'm like, no, this isn't okay. But I feel like you're ignoring the fact that this isn't like, this is, yes, it's what he does, but like that, that holds some weight, especially as like a God. And like, uh, and I mean, I'm girlfriend's Percy Jackson. I know that's my hyperfixation, but that's not why I'm doing it. There is a scene whenever, uh, two people are talking and they're the two like heads of the Roman camp or whatever. And one and one is like a sweet talker like Harrow. And then the other one is like uh, is Raina. And she's uh, more like Mark where she's like, I can't talk to people as well, but I actually can run things a lot better. And I think it's the same thing with Amit and uh, Khonshu. It's literally Khonshu knows what's right. And he's just rough around the edges where Amit is is really going to be the downfall of everything. And I truly believe Amit's gonna be the villain. I don't think it's petty. I think it's no, he no, believes no. I his think, way I, is right. I do think Amit is the villain, but I I think they're I think they're both just petty they um just petty gods. And really, it's it's Mark and Stephen and maybe Jake are the are the ones that are like that are gonna save everything and just kind of be like he'll probably keep the gods at bay or something with some kind of deal or something. I don't know, but I don't I don't trust Kanshu at all. I trust that Kanchu just wants to judge people after they do wrong. No, I don't even trust that. I think he's just... That's his whole job. That's like the whole thing. They don't take it seriously because all they care about is power and being respected. Touche. I don't, I don't, I don't trust a damn thing about him, except that he's in it for himself and he doesn't care about anyone else. That's fair. I don't know. I have a little more faith in him, but I see why, (laughs) I see why a lot of people wouldn't. Like, I can see it go both ways. 
And honestly, if I'm wrong, I won't be super surprised. <laughs> like, truly, I'll just be like, yeah, that that's fair. Yeah. You know, because, like... I think it... I don't know. I don't... I just haven't, like, straight off the bat, I haven't trusted him at all. That's right. You, like, from the beginning, you were just like, he's a dick. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not a good person by any means. I don't think he's, like, great. But I think he wants what's right in the grand scheme. I don't even... No, I don't even think that. But there's a reason Amit's locked up. There's a reason Amit's locked up, but it's still just the thing of... But there's a lot of reasons why people could be locked up, though, too. Sure. I mean, Kanchu did just get locked up. Kanchu did just get locked up. It could also just be like maybe there was a scheme against uh, Ahmed that was just like, like maybe Kanchu schemed something that got her locked away. Man, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I also just... we learned that they would kill babies. So, like, I feel like they are the villain of the story. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like there's going to be a lo- too much, like, depth to make me yeah. want Amit to Honestly, be Honestly, I think, I think the story so far is the only good gods are Thor. Yeah, basically. That's the only one. All the other ones, you better be real sus. <laughs> uh, I'm excited, though. I mean, a new episode comes out in two days from this recording. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be also a little late for you guys, but... I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm excited to see what episode four is gonna I bring. Know. That's what I'm most excited about. Um, speaking of Thor, though, it did get a teaser trailer. We're not gonna be talking about no. it though because I have elected to stay away from it, and I'm gonna respect it. <laughs> I think honestly, it kind of ties into our topic today. Um, but I think it's a really, I think it'd be a really cool thing to walk into the movie theater of the of the fourth Thor movie. The second Taika Waititi directed one and written one now mm-hmm. it's the first written one and you don't know anything about it and they're adapt except that they're adapting maybe one of the best Thor stories ever I'm excited and yeah I don't care I've been, I've been <laughs> up your not up your ass but I've always been like I just want a trailer I just want a teaser you, no you've Something. been you've been up my ass about it yeah because it's like two months away who cares I want to know something. I think, I think Marvel really, they could, they they were 100% in the right to just go, you're going to watch our shit no matter what. We're not I releasing mean, a trailer. I they're not wrong. So who cares if they release a trailer? I think, I feel like we're all, all the Marvel fans are just drug addicts. <laughs> and we just, and we just are, we're waiting until we can get a hit of any sort of Marvel content. So it's just like teasers, trailers, whenever it happens, they're all hits. And it's just like more, more. I'm just excited. <laughs> it's not even like a hit. I just, I love Marvel and I want to, and I love, I love that I don't know a lot about the comics. Mm-hmm. So like when they do re- like release a trailer, I'm like, oh shit, what is all of this? And like, I might recognize like, oh, that's this guy, that's that guy, person, whatever. But like I don't I don't know shit. I didn't know jack shit about Moon Knight. All of this is like brand new to me. Yeah. And I and I like that. But I also like I like that I got a trailer for it so I just knew mm-hmm. like kind of what it was. I mean, I still think as a comic book fan that you should uh look into the comic books a bit since the movies are never a definitive version of what That's those characters true. are about. Um I've read some Moon Knight comics, but so far it's like the the TV show is kind of a bit of its own thing. It's really not like there's there's a lot to be learned about Moon Knight oh, okay. that we haven't I mean, really every tapped comic into. Has like okay the next story and it's like a different yeah. completely different thing. Like that's just that happens all the time. There's new lines all the time. Mm-hmm. The MCU is just the movie version yeah. of that. So like it's all I think it's all it's just easier for me to take in mm-hmm. personally. Well, with that, would you like to get into our topic? Yeah, we're gonna get into our topic, which is uh we we're talking about the movie. Everywhere, 
no, everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all, all at, at once. once. Um, so this is actually, <laughs> so I, I, I didn't even realize I've watched six movies this past week. Um, this being one of them, mm-hmm. the other five being, I watched El Camino, which is the Breaking Bad movie. It was mm-hmm. really good. The Harder They Fall. Uh, it was fun. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Um, it was not better than the anime, but it was okay. Um, the Adam Project, which was fantastic. Really? Uh, you need to watch that. I it's know. So I want to. It looks up your so alley. good. You would love it. I loved it. Uh, and Blade Two, which was a fun ride. Um, and then this, which is yeah, like I was saying about the Thor trailer, where it was just I had no idea what to expect oh, yeah. with this. But you couldn't even encompass what this movie was in a trailer anyways. Well, I think they I think they like intentionally did that. If you've watched the trailers, you're still going, "What the fuck is this?" And it it works because like going into the movie, all I knew was it was A24 and it was about multiverse and mm-hmm. I was like and that was it. Same. And I went in and I was like, "Okay." Um I was I was uh what's the word? I was hesitant though because I, this is this is the second A24 film I've seen. What was the first? Uh The Green Knight and that is bullshit. I hate that movie. Really? I hear a lot of people love that movie. I fucking hate that movie. And honestly, we we've got an episode that we've been that we have written down that like we're going to get to one day called um where we just talk about like art films. And the whole reason I came up with that idea was because I wanted to bitch about The Green Knight. That movie has is so pointless and stupid, and the meaning of it sucks. Like there, there's all there's. You could argue there's no meaning to the movie at all. And this, on the other hand, has so much meaning. So much meaning, but also like so simple. Yeah, it's so simple and just so well done. Absurd. Yes, like it's. I was thinking about this literally just on the car ride home from seeing it of just like the meaning is simple but the execution is the most complex shit you've ever seen um but it rides that line really Mm -hmm. well and it knows how to pick some moments while having quite a lot of comedy well it 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 knows how to be top tier in comedy action the seriousness of what they're dealing with Mm -hmm. the science behind it all development but also know how to have fun while being top tier literally i the the crowd of the whenever i was in the theater like they were they were very vocal same and and they were just and there were there was a lot of laughter and a lot of literally a lot of people going what the fuck am i watching (laughs) you you just hear like like and i'm just gonna say the rock scene and we'll get into what that really is later and we like and everyone just froze for a second and went dead silent we were all like what <laughs> like like all together and anyway, i find yeah? it i find it interesting that the rock scene is it seems to be what kind of stuck with you because at that point i already nothing they could have done by that point would have surprised me i kind of just accepted it at that point where it was just like oh we're doing a rock scene that's cool no it just i, I feel like every time i was like okay what else could they possibly do mm-hmm. and they just proved to me that they had even more up their sleeve they really did you know what i've written here <laughs> which i think was my favorite thing um I've written, this is the only note I've written for this movie. See, I haven't written anything, so you wrote more than I did. Chekhov's butt plug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let's talk about because they used Chekhov's gun a few times in this. Yeah. But this was my my favorite because it was just straight up like, we see 
Also, who is that actress that plays the tax woman? Jamie Lynn Curtis. Is Jamie it Lee actually? Curtis. Yeah. Have you looked it up? Yeah. See, it the, in the face, it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis, but it doesn't look like Jamie Lee Curtis. I am so positive. It looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. I'll give you that. I'm not spelling this correctly. <laughs> Cast Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. It is Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a bodysuit. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's wearing like a fat suit to a degree. I was, I was pretty, yeah, absolutely. I, I was seeing the face and I was just going like, man, that looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. But then like the, I guess the makeup and the bodysuit were so effective that I was like, now nah, that can't be Jamie Lee Curtis. Cause she's, she's really ugly. <laughs> well, and I, it was, it was so good though. And she was perfect in it. Oh yeah. Like, that was oh, a yeah. perfect casting. She was. Well, and. I, I, I also walked in, like, literally just knowing that it's an A24 flick. A, I thought it was going to be more horror than anything. So glad it wasn't. So glad it wasn't. Well, they're known for their horror movies. So, like, that's what I figured. Yeah. And we were, me and Alyssa were Still on our drive. so glad it wasn't, because I just, it I don't like those. It would that way, then. I, I did see the trailer for that Nope movie, um like, before this. It looks good. It looks genuinely terrifying, where I'm like, I don't want to watch this. That's fine. I'm going to watch it. I'm so excited. That, that's that you know what that's totally fine but i think honestly like how it looks like a genuine horror film like if you watch this you are going to be fucked up and scared so i'm kind of going like that's turning me off and i'm like i don't think i want to watch those that's fair because it's not going to settle right with me (laughs) jordan peele like gets under your skin yeah like it's it's a lot like i get out still gives me the heebie-jeebies every time i watch it all i've seen is the trailer for nope and i was like i don't want to do this nope Nope. <laughs> no, I don't. We're not doing this. Um. So I walked in thinking, A, it's a horror movie. And me and Alyssa are on the drive. And she's like, I'm going to hate this movie. <laughs> I, she was like, I'm going to hate this. And I was like, if you don't want to come, I'll just return your ticket and you can go home and I'll watch this alone. And she was like, no, I want to spend time with you. So it's fine. And I was like, okay. So we get in there. A, she loved it more than I did. Yeah. And she and I, and I cried, Brad. It, oh, it's this fantastic. This movie made me cry. It's fantastic. And there's there's so much that was just like you didn't have to do that, but you did. We're gonna get into it, but like we're actually are getting off point of we were going back to Chekhov's butt plug. Yeah, let's which get is, to that. Like first. we get so yeah, we're introduced to Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh, Deidre or something. It doesn't matter, but where she is, she's the she's the uh, tax officer yeah, or something. IRS, IRS consultant yeah. or whatever the fuck um, that, that is means. doing our main character's taxes, and she has a bunch of awards that are employee of the month, and just they just straight up look like huge butt plugs. They are. There's and, no straight up. They are. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just the thing of like how what was even like in world. It's like what are these supposed to look like um sort of a thing and just like whenever whenever that showed up it just the audience laughed they were like what the, again they were going like what the fuck and i didn't catch it until that guy tried to sit on it yeah it literally like it took a minute where it was just like it it, it was set up and that's always a good check off to gun is whenever you don't know mm-hmm. until it I comes up later it. i was like brad was gonna be like, that was a good one and yeah <laughs> it came and then it came back in just a way where you went Oh my god! Of they're course gonna they're do gonna that. do this. Yeah. Of then, course they're gonna do this. And then they're fighting, and she rips. Hey, they fight, and he doesn't even get it. Mm. A different guy comes and gets it, and then mm-hmm. he gets his own. What if somewhere else? What a fantastic <laughs> though interruption of that saga of them going for the butt plugs, and she's trying to get it like away from him. He's trying to literally sit his at, at naked ass on this butt plug, and then a dude just 
running leaps and just with falls. the like classic <laughs> pixelated coverage it's thing. Just, oh yeah, like oh, like he probably is spreading his ashes just to get it, and he lands on it. And oh my god, it's insane. Um, I and that wasn't even the craziest part of the movie. Oh no, <laughs> like, it's just the maybe the most memorable for me. It wasn't the most memorable for me. Um, I it, think is it the rock scene? It's up there. Okay, but I think the most memorable was the everything bagel. Like that was like just the introduction. I was like, they're not gonna do it, and then they did it, and I literally just just bursted out laughing. I was like, you you didn't need to like go that far. Joy's character is like. It's basically like what if a what if a millennial was a god? Yeah, basically. And it was just like they they have this they would still have this ridiculous humor of like I I I made a I'm I made a bagel and I put everything on it and it and so it created this like black hole thing <laughs> and it was like what the hell? Um and just these... someone was on something when they I thought d- this up. Like they had to be on something for days. I <laughs> like... hope not i just i would like to believe that this is just a fantastically creative film um and just it's so well casted i love the husband did you know he's from goonies and indiana jones too yeah yeah i told Alyssa that she's like no he's not and i went i know that voice he hasn't been acting in a long time and uh and originally it wasn't gonna be him because uh they probably didn't think they'd get him not that they were gonna make the lead i can't remember her name now um She's she's a she, she was gonna be Jackie Chan. Wait, what? They wanted it to be Jackie Chan at first, and then they were gonna make the wife the kind one. Oh, and then they I like f- this but, way they, better. Yeah, me too. She's, by all means, she's also a great actress. She's in um, Crazy Rich Asians, and they did a callback for that in the movie. Yeah, that's how I knew it was because yeah. I literally recognized the like one scene, and I went, "Oh, oh, you're from Crazy Rich Asians. I know this." Um, and it was yeah, she's fantastic. She does the uh, martial arts great. I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, it's such a weird film. Um, I, I, but I love, I also do like the, um, it's kind of a, a multiversal theory that it's maybe the first one that people think of, like as kids of just like, hey, there's you, uh, every like decision you make create a branched off universe and sort of a thing. And like, they run with that and just going like even the most minute, uh, mm-hmm. decisions can affect who you become in the future and if just like and they show it of just like um, you're either going to walk to the left and go to the tax p- payer or whatever or you're going to go to the right and go into the janitor's closet Yeah, and it's just like okay now we're in both universes and uh, it's kind of fucking with your mind <laughs> well and I love how they explained how she like harnessed the powers Mm-hmm. Where it's mm-hmm. like you do the thing and then it slingshots you. But I do have yes, but I do have a question about that. How is she knowing what to do, or is she just doing? She's random? winging it. She's winging. She's, She's winging just it. like this is weird. Why not do it? In the scene, whenever Joy and the dad are like to the they're side yelling, and they're like, "Do this, do this," they're yelling. She's like, winging it. Like they're just trying to find the weirdest thing they can think of and say, "Do it" to get powers. It's like quote unquote, blowing his nose. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I. That's that was a bit of a confusion because it was like she, she hadn't been told, so I was like, is she just winging it? But then it was like she was getting almost exactly what she needed to. But I will admit, she was like being creative of just like, uh, here's you, here's a life where you're a sign flipper, and it's like, well, you can translate that to a um, 
battling shield mm-hmm. or like uh, here's one where you're a singer so you have a lung capacity yeah or um in this one you're made to a sex pervert <laughs> sort of a thing or in this one you have hot dogs for hands for fingers um which that was gross that was maybe the 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 one where my audience the most went what are we watching yeah that was that was probably the most like but i love insane but thing. i love that that's the universe where she fell in love with uh-huh. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And they're like, they're useful with their feet. I was mm-hmm. like, this is, this is hilarious. Well, I love that. Like her foot had the, like, uh, um, <laughs> the like wrist thing, the wrist, the weird w- yeah. wrist brace. I, yeah. That I was noticed freaking that too. funny. Um, what, what a weird movie, man. But it was so, it was so fun. I loved everything about it. Uh, joy is absolutely terrifying. And as she demonstrates, just murdering, people with two ginormous dildos yeah and and like what did she do did she sit on a dude's head and explode it yeah <laughs> and then she also just like touched one guy and his head turned to confetti and mm-hmm. or he was like coughing out confetti and shit it was fucking crazy um that being said like th- this is my favorite part of the movie is that Everything is going crazy. You just spent, this is a bit later in the movie, but we're spending like, we're seeing so many different alternate reality versions of, um, what is her name? What is the main character's name? I, I don't, don't remember. For the love of God, it's so easy to. It really is. Evelyn. Yes, it's Evelyn. Evelyn. And then his name is Waymond. Waymond. Uh, and so like, I, we're seeing like so many different realities of Evelyn's life mm-hmm. and certain things. And it's, and in each one, she's like doing something awful and kind of just accepting the, like everything is bullshit. And then she finds a reason for like why things do matter and it's going crazy. And it's just like, we got to get into the big bagel and because it's a black hole and this is how we're actually going to die. And then just in, in, in one universe, it's just a, real family argument in a parking lot yeah where it's just it's immediately like okay we just got real simple here and we're just gonna drive the point home right now we're gonna sit with this and it's something that's so relatable and weirdly emotionally raw i don't know if you've ever had an argument with a family member in a parking lot but that's where some real fucking emotions come out (laughs) of just like some crazy shit and it just got real real and it didn't um it was like all that stuff is fun, but that's not what matters right now. It's the relationship between a mother and a daughter. <laughs> and and it was fantastic. It was great. It, it was just like there's meaning to life, even if it's to enjoy it or mm-hmm. something like even that. Even if there's a billion other versions that could do a billion other different things, mm-hmm. what's meaningful is that you are existing right then and there. Mm-hmm. You get to do whatever the hell you want to do. And that speech from um the like m- actor waymond of of like how he chose to fight yeah how like how he fights uh, as opposed to how other people fight mm-hmm. of just like holy shit this is cool this is inspiring yeah. i love your character maybe the most he and he also props to hit the actor he played like four completely like 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 evelyn's actress played like a few different roles but like she didn't like fully like go in and like have a whole arc he had like multiple arcs he did a lot of stuff in this and it was really well done i love the i love honestly love the fact that he he's only like thinking about divorce because he's like 
maybe this will solve the problems. Maybe this is what we need to do. He hates it. He just but, wants her to talk to him. But he literally is like, I got to try like everything. And maybe divorce is the thing I'll try. And I was, and I like that scene in the car. Where, where she's like, I didn't say I wanted that. Yeah, I, I thought it was so nice and everything. And then she like, she's like flung back to another one where, you know, everything. And she's just like, I, I just want to talk to my husband. I don't have time for all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you don't got time to talk to your husband. So, well, and I love that, like, you got to see, like, the rawness. Cause, like, whenever she first found out, like, what it would look like if she didn't say yes to him and leave with him. And she breaks his heart. She's like, I shouldn't have gone off with you. And you're just like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Like, it hurts your oh, yeah. soul. And then, um, it, but they also, like, it was almost, it was really great because she, it seemed like there was more that she was going to say. She like hurt him, but there was something that she was going to say to like make it feel better. But then it got interrupted and they actually like never got back mm -hmm. to it. It was almost just a like, I don't, I don't know. I actually like really love that they never got back to that. It wasn't her going like, wait, but I do love you. It was just like, oh no, it, it didn't really come back until he told her and she learned the lesson mm -hmm. and it was fantastic. He he doesn't go through really a character development at all because he nails it. Yeah. <laughs> From the beginning of the movie. He knows what like the importance of everything. It's it's the it's Evelyn and Joy that don't um haven't learned this lesson yet. Which is so interesting because it, it literally like flipped like what Turning Red did, where you were the daughter having the issue and then it reflected to the mom, where in this it's the mom reflecting to everything else around her. Yeah. I mean it's really just the like it's fantastic. Yeah. I I I love it. I don't know. Um oh, I I know the the dad, the um Yeah, the dad. Uh Evelyn's dad. Yeah, Gong he, Gong. He's he's he was great. I saw him show up. I was like, "I know you." Yeah. You're in, he's in a bunch of like Disney shows and stuff as like kind of just a crazy character, but he but he plays it really well of just this kind of senile old man and then it just kind of switches to like I, I'm running an operation and mm -hmm. we have to kill my granddaughter and do you know how serious this is I'm in a weird wheelchair robot suit yeah and then it's just also like I don't want you to die <laughs> it was it was so great I was like good on you for being in this it's so versatile this. oh yeah it's so good well and we haven't even gotten into all the allegories of like the everything uh bagel being the daughter wanting to kill herself and oh, yeah. and dealing with depression and then like her letting her go and then the daughter starting to come back like there's so much deeper within this mm -hmm. that just like you you it, they just they perfectly just told this story and yeah. like, and like with the scene whenever like you have the crazy fight happen but you also have the argument in the parking lot they did that the entire time just in completely different ways or when they're rocks and she puts googly eyes on she's like yeah. nothing matters i can do whatever i want yeah and then there's like scooting and then like she goes and the mom like follows her is like i'll go with you then mm -hmm. like i it love is, like it, all the allegory that they made to just the human condition mm -hmm. and it is a thing of just whenever you, whenever we're a teenager we definitely will go through that time of like nothing matters and you'll either go like one of two ways you'll either go nothing matters so why do anything which is usually what most teenagers mm -hmm. will think or there will be or people will go nothing matters i can do whatever i want yeah <laughs> and it's just, and that's how it, it start like that's how it evolves of then evelyn learns that lesson pretty quickly through her husband and then 
she teaches it to joy mm-hmm. and then and then the movie kind of ends with them essentially being gods but just living their normal lives yeah. like they can like they can tap into it all but they don't have to yeah they're essentially gods yeah <laughs> but like and they don't retcon that they don't change it it's like no no they can still do that they just they just live in all lives which really just means they left it to where they can go back to it if they want to i don't need i don't to. think i don't think they should i think they should leave it but i love whenever movies leave it up to question we're like you don't really know. Well, like, I just I just like that it was in a status quo thing. And it's also like just simple storytelling of like there should be by the end of the story something that they can never change. That they can never like completely go back to how the movie began. Mm-hmm. Um there has to be something that changes and in this it's um oh you're a god and you have these powers you and your daughter are gods. And you are just choosing not to use them. Because you'd rather be with your family. Yeah, sort of thing, because you've learned this lesson. And it's just like, that's pretty cool. And I also like that she, like, falls in love with her husband. Mm -hmm. Again. Again, but also almost feels like she, this is the first time, like, she really fell in love with him. She, like, fully understood why she Mm -hmm. loves him instead of just just loving him, uh, sort of a thing. And... It's it's fantastic. I love it. It's so fun. Yeah, it was it was just so good. And really, like you leave and you're like, that was so good. And like you can talk about the effects and all that. But also you're just like, there. what does my life mean? Like, <laughs> like it really it, and like I've watched the, like I've watched a lot of movies this week that just discuss like the human condition and like what that means and like mm-hmm. how you should act and like not how you should act, but like what you can do and like mm-hmm. all these things. And this one just like was like icing on the cake for me. You know, like, I was just like, Jesus Christ, what about, like, who even am I anymore, you know? It it was so, I don't know if refreshing is the word, because this movie is a lot. It was refreshing in a way, though. In a bit, but I, yeah, it is, because it's just so creative and so out of box that you are finally just going like, oh, this is new. And it's completely different from anything you expected or anything you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And just, it's fantastic. It, yeah, the... The comedy is like spot on. Like they top tier. They know what they're doing and they're doing it well. Of just going like <sighs> there's so many things that like it's even hard to describe the funniness. Um oh there is a universe where they're just like pinatas. Yeah. <laughs> like there's that. Uh, oh I love the the rac- raccoon the or something where it's just That was also what would that kind of check off gun or just foreshadowing? Um I it's I guess it's foreshadowing. She did bring it up, and she was like raccoons, and they're like, "You mean?" I think it's a raccoon. I think it's foreshadowing. Chekhov. I gotta look this up. I feel like Chekhov's gun is just like an item, so it has to be physical. Yeah, it can't be like a concept or something like that. It has to be like a thing that comes back later in some significant way, and that's why I'm like, I'm very sure that is definitely Chekhov's butt plug. The butt plug is definitely Chekhov. Um. Either way, what good use of oh, yeah. however foreshadowing tool it is. Like, what good use of that to be like, you mean Ratatouille? And you're just like, Jesus Christ. And then they just introduce a raccoon. Like, they're just like, oh, by the way, remember that? Boom. Like, they, they like, anything that was not important kind of came full circle, whereas the other things really didn't. Like, yeah. the people kept going forward, even though the other things kind of came back around. And I think that's also really interesting and really good storytelling. Oh, yeah. It was 
it was just I don't know it was so great and it was almost very cheesy the lesson of like just be kind sort of thing in like mm-hmm. the way in the way of like she now isn't fighting but she's fighting with kindness mm-hmm. and that kindness is choking and spanking a man and getting a guy a dog or um like jumping on top of another dude's head and using his hair mm-hmm. as he wishes or as you wish because that's what he likes in some and it just like that is still like hidden in him from a different universe and everything it's it's ridiculous and fun um i also i also just there's like some weird implications of like well i guess it doesn't matter of like um what's going to happen in that universe because you decided to um take the abilities from that evelyn mm-hmm. where it's just like like the the chef evelyn like throws an egg at a customer sort of a thing and it's like well now it seems like you've like hurt that universe as Evelyn but then it's like she becomes that Evelyn mm-hmm. too so I guess it's just like oh you just you're gonna have to deal with that now I don't think she ever hurt the Evelyns I think if it like because she was just harnessing it that whatever she did they also did to some degree but that still hurts them that's true but I mean I still think she has like her ability to be a sous chef or whatever the fuck she was we yeah but it's still the thing of like as a sous, sous chef you just threw an egg at a customer. Yeah, that's true. In, in a situation that really doesn't look good on you. So that's going to hurt you in like the bot from your boss going like, hey, you're fired. Because you just threw an egg at a customer. <laughs> or yeah, or even the universe where they have the argument in the parking lot. Like, I know they did change that way. Wayman um, like um, helped that situation. But she made it in that universe where she like destroys her livelihood doesn't do the taxes and is about to go to jail because of just this i her thinking that nothing matters yeah and so she just she kind of fucks that universe too it's still it that got resolved and also she now is that evelyn too so she has to deal with it um as well but it's just such a like I don't know it's like it's such a weird thing of like oh man there there's like consequences to this um so it's so I guess the thing Chekhov's gun is a type of foreshadowing. Um, it says uh, foreshadowing hints that what is going to happen in a story while the theory of Chekhov's gun implies that if something is included in the beginning, then it must be important by the end. In this way, Chekhov's gun is a type of foreshadowing. So it's the kind of I think. Yeah, this is just kind of my own uh, way of saying it of just like i think Chekhov's gun kind of has to be like some sort of physical item Mm -hmm. and foreshadowing just being foreshadowing is like a concept or something like that of like oh this is going to happen later and we're kind of hinting at it now um so it's it's interesting (laughs) um yeah there's i don't know i really love that um that uh famous actor universe it was such a cool aesthetic of just yeah just like they're rich and they're in nice uh clothes and he's he's in such a nice suit and he's outside in the rain and he's smoking a Mm -hmm. cigarette and being all deep and shit and i'm like okay i like this i had a little guy crush on him in that scene to be honest yeah absolutely honest hey you looking fresh bro he's looking good Um, I hope he does more stuff. Me too. I, I loved him in Goonies and Indiana Jones too. I really just hope they like, I hope he does like, really, like, I hope they're good. I think I they will he, be. I hope, but. I hope he does what he loves. Like, I hope he gets scripts where he's like, 
I absolutely want to do this. And so he does like this sort of a situation. Um, like more power to him for just going like, I don't need to act. Mm-hmm. Um, so he only does it when he wants to. And I like that because yeah. this is fantastic. It is. It was, I can't, I can't think of one single thing I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like, uh, I, I, my, I had my watch on and I like turned my wrist and it like did like turned on for a second. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm already an hour and a half in. And I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it took an hour to set up I, just the janitor closet itself. And I was really like, it did not feel like it took an hour. And it wasn't, we didn't even get to, like, the big part. I I will say, for me, this movie did drag a bit. Because by the time it becomes, like, part two everywhere, I went, oh, my gosh, this is a lot. And, like, we're only, I'm going, like, we're only, like, a third of the way in. It was more, it was more than that because part three all at once is rather short yeah it's more just a wrap-up but it's still like um yeah by part two i was kind of going like oh my gosh we're just getting into this this is there's so much more and there was yeah um but they also shoved it in a short amount of time so i think each one was like half the length of the last one it's definitely well paced yeah it's definitely um you're you're never bored. No. <laughs> like that's definitely not something you could ever say about this film of like you are never bored and to say the least. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do I do like that rocks uh sequence or just the scene where because it is it's almost like classic um comedy where it's like you set it up, you set it up, you set it up, and then you do the opposite, do the opposite, mm-hmm. do the opposite, and then you return to the beginning sort of a thing of just like they just broke it. It was just like, here are two rocks. There is no audio. It, you it's see, literally captions. It's captions. That's how they're conversing. And they're rocks. And for some reason, they're sentient. Uh, I love that in it, they even like, she's like, mom, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I just, I just want to enjoy this. She's like, no. Yeah. Like even as rocks, she's like, I'm not going to leave you alone. As a rock, she's like, give me a hug. <laughs> I know. I want a hug. And, and she it's like, stop the eyes on. And it's just, it was so good. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Uh, whenever it's like the end. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I was so mad. I looked outside and went, I'm a rage. I'll quit. I forgot I won't about come that back. actually. I won't come back. <laughs> like, you actually did. I, you did I, believe? I, for a second, I was like, they wouldn't do that. But they had part one and part two. So I was like, they could. They totally could. And it was two and a half hours. So I was you like, thought the movie was just part one. Yeah. And I was wow. like, what? <laughs> I was so mad. Like, and that, that, that also, expired. that also um, happens right when she quote unquote dies. Yeah. So it's just. I, I never for a second believed it. Like, even whenever it went the end, I was like, ha, you're funny. Um, I know I was, I just called it straight up. I was like, no, bullshit. I call bullshit. That's funny. And then I just waited for a second because even like in the captions, though, it goes like the Daniels. And I'm like, too casual. It's too casual for a credit. I don't, I don't, I don't like this, sir. Alyssa or I, didn't, be- believe, didn't believe it for a second, but I did. I was like, I'm a riot. Like, like this is bullshit. I didn't have to sit here through this amazing sequence. Absolutely. To be cut off at the very end. <laughs> uh, no, it was so enjoyable. And just, um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I loved it a lot. I love how it ended. I love that it's just, they just learned a lesson. So they continue on with their lives. And even the tax lady is now kind of going like, Okay, this is a lot better, and uh, I mm-hmm. mean, there's still some work to be done, but like, this is this is pretty good, 
and it seems like everything's everything's gonna be fine and i'm like cool i like that um yeah this is fantastic yeah i just they just cracked open this entire like thing and then went tight little bow tight little bow and they did it effortlessly they <laughs> i mean we don't know the effort i would argue but like, <laughs> as a viewer it felt effortless yeah, like absolutely. it was just like okay this makes perfect sense yeah. Well, and, and the whole time I thought about that quote that you said from Stan Lee, where it's you got to be vague enough to where they can't ask questions or specific enough to where they there's no questions to ask. Yeah. And I mean, it was specific enough to where there was no real questions to ask. It explained uh, yeah. how they got the power with the whole that you do a crazy action. It slingshots you explained where he came from. Like it did all the thing. And I was just like, this was great. Like it was it was fantastic. Pretty much. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Joy is a terrifying villain. Truly. Yeah. Like just a, a very terrifying villain of like, oh God, what can she do? I didn't instantly know she was a villain. I, I didn't know it in the beginning. Um, I, The second they said there was a villain, I was like, oh, so it's her. Maybe. Mean Elizabeth went, story, right? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. I was like, cool. Oh, it, well, I knew it as soon as they started talking about how there was there was one person that was the best out of everyone. I was like, oh, it's Joy. Yeah. Like that's when it was. Whenever it was like, her just trying to say, like, I want to introduce my girlfriend to my granddad. I wasn't going, like, you're a villain. No, no, no. It's whenever, <laughs> it's whenever he was talking about how there was a villain. And I was like, oh, so yeah. it's obviously Joy. Because there's anyone that she's going to push too hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be her daughter. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. the whole point of the movie. Well, and also, this was a great allegory. I know we already talked about allegories. But it was also a great allegory of Asian culture. Yeah. Like, I just, this movie, there's just, you can just go on and there's on. There's so much about, you can talk about. And it's it, it's literally everything like like mm-hmm. you like you there's just you you can't stop like yeah. like it's just there's nothing yeah like I, <laughs> I I can't even yeah I'm just gonna stop talking no like honestly even even the humor like I could t- I could talk just about the humor because like I'm not a person that will laugh out loud in a theater I'm usually very analytical and quiet and I'm just viewing and analyzing and ruining experiences for movies for myself a lot of the times um but like the i I was definitely more calm than uh the rest of the people in my theater there was very loud um exclamations of just like what the fuck and everything like that but i mean there were still times in it where i was just like given a like (laughs) like trying to suppress a laugh because i'm like this is funny (laughs) this is ridiculous and crazy it's absurd and but in just the best way possible um and just there there's so much though in it where i'm just like there's so much i'm forgetting yeah because it's literally just like just think of a moment i i can only think of i honestly can only think of the two dildos right now well there was two dildos two bloody dildos yeah that was rough those were big. Once that I know. Once that came out, I was like, okay, so this is just going to get crazier. But it also like it also like effortlessly explains what that character is all about because yeah. it's just like she's a millennial or Gen Z, just extreme like ridiculousness thing of just like, yeah, I'm gonna murder, but I'm gonna murder you with dicks because that's funny. Or and still, it just it also sets up for the like I put everything on a bagel i know sort of a thing where it was just like yeah that's what a uh gen z with um god like powers, powers would do, would do. <laughs> it just gets bored and creates a bagel black hole sort of a thing um 
also love it. she's like so obsessed with bagels like everything is uh branded with a bagel she's got a bagel in her hair like it's it's ridiculous shit but I it's love fun whenever she's first like whenever uh evelyn first meets the evil joy and uh and there's i can't pronounce the um uh chinese name so i'm not gonna butcher it because that's mean um oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. um and uh she's like you're still hooked on the fact that i'm gay in this universe that's right yeah. i was like yeah, that's actually that's I love that take. I love that she's like that's that's why you think it's very classic of just like it's almost it's almost like my um it, yeah it's just like the it, the parent going like this is why you're not the way I like it was sort of a thing and it's just like yeah we're way past that. <laughs> well, it, it's not even that. And though it was just kind of like you're you're not listening mm-hmm. to what's happening. And it was, and it, uh, that was another allegory for her not listening in the laundromat whenever she was trying to like, introduce my girlfriend. Yeah. And like, I just, I love that like they didn't miss a beat. Not one. Not one single beat. They went, what can we do to make sure this happens? All mm-hmm. right, we're going crazy. Like, and then they just absolutely went for it. And yeah, so I, I think I like the concept of A24 of just like they're kind of the studio that will do projects that maybe. Like they're good projects, but other studios aren't going to touch because it's just like this is not a safe bet, mm-hmm. sort of a thing. Um, but that that definitely does make it so it's like, um, well, so far for my A twenty four experience, it's fifty fifty. Uh, but you know, there's going to be movies I don't like, and there's going to be movies that I love because mm-hmm. it's just such a wide range of creativity of, uh, just just everything about it. But it's still like it's pretty good quality. Yeah. Like just the filmmaking, like it's good quality. The, there are some wonky special effects in this. Like the, whenever the granddad like goes a hundred miles per hour on his wheelchair and hits joy. Yeah. Um, I was, I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> that didn't look great. The, the CGI, whenever it, she was like split between worlds though. And like, there was like a crack on the middle. Yeah. That was so good. No, it's definitely the CGI is it's pretty, it's pretty above board on this. Like it, there's, there's not too much. I could really complain about this movie. It was just, that was, I remember that being a specific thing where I went, Oh, that was weird. <laughs> well, and H24 is known for like their artistic yeah. cinematography and effects and all of that jazz. And like and I'm I'm pretty 10 out of 10 for them at the moment because they also had a hand in Euphoria that I learned recently. Mm. And I I you you, don't, you shouldn't watch it, you'd hate it. I was going to um, say I'm like that might I explain loved, a few things. Yeah, <laughs> I loved Euphoria though. And it was so artistic and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's one of like the best parts of it. And I I really I just want to watch more movies that are such like art like this. And I've watched a lot of art recently. Honestly though, I think this year is going to be a fantastic it's year going for to be movies. A fantastic- Top Gun Maverick. I know that's not the one everyone's talking about right now, but that comes out May 27th. I'm so excited. That's a personal thing, I know. but just like in terms of like quality movies that are coming out, there's a lot that I'm excited for outside of Marvel. Yeah. Like, I'm, I gotta be honest, you were on this mo- before me, but I'm pretty excited for Bullet Train. Right? I'm I saw the trailer for it and I was like, this looks really fun. It looks so good. I'm also like, I don't know if you've watched it now. I've texted you about it twice though, but yeah, like I I'm interested in the Northman. I thought or the Northman. I thought that was gonna be a trailer for this movie. So I was like, I'll watch it then. And then I forgot about it because it wasn't. <laughs> I'm gonna be uh, honest. It it was for me, which is so that's weird it wasn't for you. But no, like I've been seeing the trailer for it, and honestly, like there's stuff in it where I'm like this looks really dope and like it just I'm loving the variety of creativity that I'm seeing of just like 
bullet train. It's going to be like this action comedy uh, craziness that that's very colorful and hyper violent. Then it's just going to be really cool. And then you've got the Northmen, which is a period piece, uh, very Game of Thrones vibes, also action, but it also seems like it's a revenge flick. And I kind of like that, too. And and there's so much more. The, the Nick Cage one is also another I'm one. So that I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that. Your uh, celebrity wife is going to be a movie with Harry Styles. My celebrity wife, um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen? Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I got really loud there. You did. I'm sorry. I do love Florence Pugh. Is that is it Elizabeth Olsen? I thought it was Florence Pugh. Because you're always it like, I want to marry her. I do <laughs> love her. No, it, no, it is her. But it's... um. I, I don't know. I just forgot about no, it. No, that's fair. I do uh, also I just, sure I'm not too far. I was like, I do also just love Elizabeth Olsen that's at the valid. moment. So, um, but yeah, she's what doing I, one with Harry Styles. Willem Dafoe? <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, that checks out actually. Bro. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been mad. I've been like, yeah, that's on me. Um, but she's in a movie with Harry Styles. And it comes uh, out like June or July that. or something. What is I don't that know movie shit about? about? I don't oh, know shit about well, it. I'd like to but know. But I know it's both of them. That's all I know. I. I gotta be honest though. I think I think for her, I actually like her as a person, or from what I've seen, her as a person more than her the things she's in. Because I have, I don't, I honestly, I'm sure it's great, but I have no interest in watching Midsummer. I was actually about to ask, have you seen Midsummer? I have no interest in watching that. Um, she, I'm sure she, I'm absolutely sure she's great. Yeah, I'm sure the movie is great, but I'm like, I don't need to watch that. It's not for me. No, that's fair. But like, um, yeah, I just, I love her. She's got a cooking show on her mm-hmm. Instagram story. That's so fun. And I love it so much. You should, um, and I want to watch this too. We should watch a little woman. Oh, I watched it. Is it good? Yeah, it's fun. I've heard, I've heard it's really good. And that's right. She's also in that yeah, and it's fun. Uh, and, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Yeah. He's I, I want to, I want to watch, uh, that. And I also want to watch Midsummer, but I just I gotta be in like the mental space, yeah, to like yeah, handle yeah. that. I'm sure I'll get to it at some point, but I am not pushing myself no. or rushing to watch Midsummer. One day I'll be strong, be like, I could do it, yeah, <laughs> and I'll do it. It's gonna be one of those vibes where it's like, what am I gonna watch? And then it sh- you see it on whatever streaming service it's on, and then you go, tonight's the night. <laughs> or I'm gonna be like, hey Jamie, will you watch this with me? Because I'm a baby. <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen. Fair enough. Um, but no, I, yeah, I do love her. Um, I, I gotta check that out though. I feel like I heard about it, but I don't remember anything from it. I know. I just know the poster is red and it's both of them on it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Fair enough. And I was just like, Brad's going to lose mm-hmm. his shit. Yeah. Just cause it's her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, yeah, you maybe fair. not, maybe not, but I, I don't know. I'd watch it. I support, them. I support her. I, I'm not going to watch the movie. No, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know. I might watch the movie if I'm interested, but I'm not going to watch all her shit. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love this a lot. Um, I, well, I think I like, I think I like Wanda more than Elizabeth Olsen. That's valid. <laughs> I like Elizabeth Olsen. I have nothing against her, but just like in terms, if I'm being honest, you need to watch, um, whatever the one is where she's like a, housewife in a cult or something no um she's like in a church or something like that no it's with the guy from how i met your mother um yeah liberal that arts oh um it's ted from how i met your mother he wrote and directed and starred in it okay. um and she plays a love interest oh is that a thing where she like she's like she has an argument with a boyfriend and she gets a little bit too real 
I mean, it's real. It's pretty realism. I think I just, I think I saw something where like a guy was telling her to shut her mouth and she went, I thought you liked it open. I don't think it's that. Oh, well, I, I, she, she did that for something. I don't know what it is. And I was like, okay, that, that looks interesting. Um, this is, he plays someone who's 33 and she's 19 and it deals and they, and she likes him. And so, and they kind of almost date and it's complex. It's really good. It sounds really gross, but it's not what it sounds I'm like. I'm actually just wondering if this is the thing I'm thinking about. I, mean, I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I'm excited for about the movies this year, man. I think there's going to be a lot of really fantastic ones coming out that I'm really excited to talk about and watch. Yeah. I just I love movies. <laughs> Me too. And I, I love that we like have a platform where we can really do that. Yeah. Oh, it was liberal arts. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. the movie I'm talking about. Where she has the, the fight? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. It's one of Jamie's favorites. Ask him to borrow it. Maybe I'll watch that then. It's not on anything, but oh, you should definitely shit. Okay. I, I think it's a it's it's definitely like you'd be like, Yeah, it's definitely a Jamie and Seth movie. Okay. That's fair. If you like that, you'll love the before trilogy. I'm sure I will love the before trilogy. You know, whenever this is now, I'll, I'll cut this. You know, whenever we're um, like, whenever we sit down and we talk about like religion or like what love is and like how we, that's all the before trilogy is. Hmm. That's like that's the whole thing. It's just two people walking and talking, talking about their lives and talking about the different takes they have based off what they've experienced. Hmm. So good. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, um, I was sold on it a long time ago. That's fair. I'm just saying, like. I and like it, it's just it's really good. Yeah, I bet. Um, but yeah. <sighs> With that, uh, I think we will be leaving you guys to be continued. To be continued. See you guys next time. See you. Haha, <laughs> psych, we're back. <laughs> um, psych, as in gotcha. <laughs> That's the best part of that whole fucking show. No, it is not. I quote that all the time. I'm like, psych. That's you were saying that as a guy who has not watched a lot of that show. That's true. I am only on season three. Three, yeah. Um, I got five more seasons to go. There's some good shit in that. I know there's a Jaws episode. There's a Fast and Furious episode. Oh, dude, there's there's so a dinosaur episode. many episodes. Yeah, I like the dinosaur episode. Alyssa says I love the dinosaur episode. It's a fun one. <laughs> uh, so as we kind of talked about earlier, the Thor teaser is out. Um, but that my plan because I'm not wanting to actually see any of the teasers or trailers or anything by it. Um, I'm actually not on Instagram at the moment. I've like, I haven't deleted the app, but I've removed it from my homepage. So I've got to find a way to fill that time. And I think the perfect way to do that is I'm going to be on Twitter a bit more. Um, and I'm going to be focusing on the back to the point podcast, um, where are the back to the point podcast account on Twitter and just talking, I'm going to be doing a lot of polls. Um, we're going to be doing episodes. Like episodes where we're not going to be reviewing a movie, we might we're probably going to come up with a bunch of ideas and then uh, we'll do a poll on the Twitter, um, and then you guys can vote for it, see what it is you want us to talk about, and then we'll you know we'll do it. Um, we wanna we wanna get more, we wanna talk to you guys more. We wanna be more interactive with you, and this is kind of the way to do this uh, is through social media. So um, the Twitter, if you have not followed it, please go follow it. It's at back to the point one on Twitter. Um, you'll find it. It's got our logo on it. And yeah, just check out uh just like 
keep a heads up for those tweets coming out and we'll be um we'll be talking about it because next week we're not going to be doing it since we're talking about the Nick Cage movie um the unbearable weight of massive talent um so excited for that but um just keep an eye out and you know just kind of you know just vote for the polls do what you want to do or give us a like or a heart i'm very new to twitter yeah <laughs> um, so I that's sort it's of thing. hard it's hard but it's it's very important so we're gonna be and we're gonna be it's a it's a good way to converse with the people so i'm very excited for it so if you if you want to get involved in this Go follow us. Go follow us on Instagram, even though I am not on it. We still have an Instagram account, which Seth has access mm-hmm. to. And um, just, you know, get on all social media platforms and look for us and follow us if you like us. Uh, if you don't, then do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't need the neg- negativity in our lives. Mm-hmm. We have enough of it on our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's all demons up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need outside demons. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, See you next time. See you next time.